Maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, you're absolutely right. Here, this kind of feels uh, maybe lazy a little bit. Welcome to Set Jetter Park. Some <laughs> <laughs> movie screenings. Why not, you know? Yeah, at that point, why not? It's got to be Saturday somewhere. It does sound familiar. It's hilarious. Say hello to my little friend! Hello! I think we did like five shows on this movie. <laughs> my name is Tom Cone. You bite your tongue if this is not, it does not hold up. You know, I like history too, and maybe when this is all over, you and I can stop by the souvenir shop together. It's a movie. Happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday to you. We were just t- talking about, uh, before the show, our expectations for 2008 highest grossing films. And um, the list isn't getting much better in the top 10, <laughs> but it's a great show. Top tens, eh, but there, there's some good honorable mentions this time around. Yeah, I feel like there's a better, not only better honorable mentions, but like better quality of films Yeah, all over for them. Not just fun ones, but like good, not just great movies, but like good films Yeah, where the last few years, it's, it's been a little iffy. Yeah, yeah. We're getting some quality stuff again, so... Before we jump into the uh, top 10 highest recent films of 2008, you listen to the podcast on Set Jetter Saturdays with Matthew Clark and Robert Patterson, and check out Robert's web- website at set-jetter.com. I was mentioning to Robert before the show, I did rewatch Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And overall, I feel like it still holds up and it still does its job. What do you think? I agree. It's a... Uh, at the time, it was kind of not quite the black sheep of the series, but they're like, oh, where? I mean, it was everywhere. Is where was Michael? And apparently, but uh, you know, it's, it still feels like it's part of the franchise. And you know, Dean Cundy, and it had the same look as the first two Halloweens. Um, but yeah, so I like it. And I was at, I was in a Sierra Madre this weekend, so stopped by a couple Halloween locations. The very spot where Doctor Chalice put down a six pack for the road <laughs> to call his wife, saying he wouldn't be coming. coming. That was the best. (laughs) That stood out in my head, I think, more than most scenes in that movie, too. That's the doctor you want. Yeah, the six-pack he's putting down. (laughs) And you'll never hear London Bridge is falling down again without thinking of that movie. Yeah, that is... If anything, as much as... Even non-Halloween fans, they, they know that jingle. Yeah. Three more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween... Three more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. And then the next day, it's two more days, then one more day, which means they spend a lot of advertising time and editing different commercials for each day. Yes. To air but, nationally, apparently. Yeah. It's expensive, but it was worth it. it and worth this it. was the year, as Halloween fans know, where the dates match the days. So if it said yeah. Saturday the 30th in the film, it was actually Saturday, October 30th in real life. So. Right, which I always love when they you see that that coincidence when the calendar lines up. It's like, Make, um, what's that? Makes it real. <laughs> it makes it real. Yeah, it's like people that keep old calendars in their house. I don't know who does that, but if they do, it's it's going to be right every few decades. You never know when you might need it. Like, God, what was I doing? And I I don't know. I used to I used to hold on to them because he, actually my high school calendars i'd write every time i saw a movie and what day it is so oh well that's that's a yeah. that's a good reason to yeah. do it i never wrote down the day but i pretty much kept track of i kept all the stubs in like a mm-hmm. big thing so i still have it somewhere probably at my parents house but you go through and you're like oh uh, zoolander yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> I remember like, that. Like, day. You shake your head at a lot of them. You're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> but there are some movies too. I don't remember even what they are, and I'm like googling it. And I'm like, did I? Did this movie exist? Like, I was looking up. There's a movie I saw with Will Ferrell in the last ten years, where it was like a Spanish speaking film, and like I was googling around and like I wasn't finding it. So I went to like his IMDb, and I was like, oh, it was La Casa de Mi Padre, but it was like so bad and like poorly rated it like you never saw it again so i was like mm. I, I knew i saw that but... he might have had it taken care of where he got rid of it he <laughs> got rid of it yeah. we have a great show tonight highest grossing films of 2008 via box office mojo and sir what do we have for number one the dark knight k-n-i-g-h-t <laughs> you remind me of my father i hated my father <laughs> dark knight oh. was an ambitious film the Batman franchise um, for what they did. And of course the big story was Heath Ledger obviously uh, won the Oscar for this um, after his death. But um, I just watched this the other night still holds up for me. I think it's still a great film. It mostly holds up for me. Um, I am not a fan of Christian Bale as Batman, (laughs) Um, but uh, as with most Batman films, it's not about him. It's about the villain. So you mean you're not buying when he's Batman? His voice goes from, so let's talk about it. <laughs> you're going to love me. <laughs> also, you know what's ridiculous? Do you, do you remember the movie like fairly well? Uh, not really, but go ahead. Try me. Well, there's this, you know how they do the bat light, the bat, when they shine the light in the sky for yeah, Batman yeah. to come? And, um, you know, uh, Gordon does it, and people are like, why do you still do it? It's like, oh, well, you never know. He'll show up, this and that. And um, Harvey Dent wants him to like meet Batman, and he's like, "No, uh, he's my friend. I'm, you know, it's he's a friend of a friend. I can't really introduce you." So Harvey Dent just somehow starts shining the light to get <laughs> Batman's attention, and Gordon's like, "What are you doing with that thing?" And he goes over and turns it off. It was like apparently you can just waltz up anywhere and play with it like it's a flashlight because he literally goes over and turns it off. Like you can't yeah. touch this thing. And then Batman's Thanks. there, and you're like, like, "Yes, oh. <laughs> yes." <laughs> You rang, sir. Oh, he. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I didn't even think about that, but it is kind of a strange, yeah. say, archaic thing that they still brought brought over from the comics, right? Um, but so most of all, it still holds up for us. Number two is Iron Man. Iron Man is this the uh, this is the first one with Robert yes. Downey Jr. Yeah. So uh, for the most part, this one still holds up. I remember at the time it was kind of a big deal that. I remember it was kind of like, who, who, why would you hire Robert Downey Jr.? You know, like uh, <laughs> it's kind of an odd choice at the time. Yeah, um, and now it works um, almost to the too much, you know. Um, but out yeah. of any of the Iron Man, this is the only one that I would ever rewatch. The others got a little goofy for me, but um, I actually agree. Yeah, for the most part, it still holds up, but they were getting a little crazy. Yeah, you know. So, but it was yeah. it's good enough. Don't know. Yeah. Good enough to own it. Do you own it on Blu-ray? I do not. It's not a great film, then. No. Okay. Hasn't shown up in any hotel watching yet, so, and probably Good never point. will. Now that we have Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, you're never going to see that again. Yes. If you want to watch that in Peach Dragon, you better download the Plus. <laughs> and Darby Ogil. Darby. <laughs> what do we have for number three? Uh, actually, now that this would. If it wasn't on the top 10, I would put it on a can't look away um, just because of the horrible rewatchability. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oof. 
This is where we brought in extraterrestrials into the franchise. <laughs> we brought everything and the kitchen sink into to this one. So on paper, everything should have worked. Even though it was a little... Obviously, the sequel is way too late. Uh, <laughs> and they were really counting on nostalgia and bringing um, Karen Allen back and um, getting the kids in, you know, with Shia. But... <laughs> Right. It, it, yeah, it just was not, it was a failure on many levels. The cinematography was odd. The humor was misplaced. And then yeah. just, no. Also, too, with Shia, it, I, I feel like it, it rarely works when franchises, first of all, they do the movie, the sequel, way too late, like much later. And they bring in who's ever like the hot young face at the time just to like boost sales, which I, I yep. get the reason, but like that did that, that usually doesn't age well. Like Shia LaBeouf in there, mm-hmm. and like Josh Hartnett in Pearl Harbor. I mean, <laughs> nobody could have saved that movie. But like they but, do that a lot. Like yeah. he's ever like big at the time, and um, yeah, a year later they would have probably brought in Robert Pattinson. You know, like right, and right. Here's the here's the new one, and, and they they didn't need to do that. I mean, Indiana Jones can carry a movie himself, but maybe that was maybe they were thinking if it did really well, they would like do a spin-off or something i don't know but yeah this is clear arguably the the weakest link of, of all of them. i remember uh when to see the, you know everybody's excited to see it you know and yeah sure to opening the weekend and my friend i remember at the time we we're leaving the theater and i was just like this is the that's the most awful thing or whatever and he's like no, no i think you just i need to give it another chance you know like people were kind of phantom <sighs> menacing it a little bit i'm like no it was bad you it know was- it's just there's there might there might be a one or two redeeming scenes or cute little things, but as yeah. of like this is ugh. yeah exactly it was really bad and what you said it was good on paper and I do like that he switched it to the fifties and used Russians instead of you know Nazis yeah. and um, did the fan you know the fan service in the beginning by showing like the warehouse like I thought that was all really that was kind of still a cool opening. But then it just got so like silly very quickly. Yeah, and the the magnets or whatever. I'm like, and you the magnets. Usually, the next day you're thinking about that stuff. But as you're watching the movie, you're like, wait a minute, if the magnets are that strong, you know, like <laughs> right? Why wouldn't everything be? It's, but yeah. yeah, but it does certainly for me. It does not hold up. No. And why the aliens? Why the extraterrestrials? Well, I know that was a thing that they talked about in previous incarnations, and somehow they kind of... And I think they they were very... I think they kept saying, oh, it's not aliens, it's it's another dimension. So... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and for it's the new dimension. one, I'm not sure. I can't even believe they're doing another one, but we'll see. I mean, he's, he's what, 80-some years old now? I'm not sure. I, I see pictures, and he has the dots all over his face, so I don't know if they're going to de-age him or... Oh, yeah, good what's point. happen. But... <laughs> That's probably what they'll do. I don't. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Um, next, we have a treat. Robert, this is one you've covered. What is number four on high school? Uh, Hancock, which is kind of surprisingly that this did as well as it did because people you could probably say it and people have no idea what movie you're talking about. Uh, and I think yeah, I mix up the title of this one because I'm like, what? What's the other H movie that he did? Right, Hitch. Hitch. Yeah. Um, right. So, me too. Yeah, so we were like, which one is this? So this, I think this it just, is the superhero homeless guy, right? Yes, yeah. So it might have been a little ahead of its time here, you know. I think so. Superheroes in real life, versus you know, Iron Man was just what was that our? It wasn't our first Marvel movie, but our first that began to kind of uh, 
create that universe a little bit. So, um, and then this turned into, you know, I think about the boys that t- that series mm-hmm. kind of does it better. Um, but, and bright. Yes. You know, bright's like kind of in the same vein. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I went to, I, I don't know. I think this is just kind of at a single location. So this is Elm street at universal studios. So, very rarely uh, are you able to go to Elm Street. It's not on the the regular Universal tours. So, but if you're on a VIP tour, sometimes you can re- request to to go to Elm Street, which is cool. And you you spoke about that before. Yeah. So this is it's a tiny kind of not tiny but cul-de-sac. There's no there's no room for big trams to kind of get through. So, and I can't. I think for some reason I think they built this house specifically for Hancock or something. Maybe I could be wrong, but oh, really? um, it's it's the very end of end of this cul-de-sac. But and this this uh, this area was also used in The Incredible Hulk and Cursed and lots of movies. Oh, that's pretty cool. But yeah, the house looks about the same. And you think it was built for for Hancock? I had that in my mind, but I could be wrong. But because the house kind of sticks out, it like everything is kind of traditional housing. And yeah. uh, uh, that is very kind of modern looking house. But it would be funny if all the houses were kind of modern, not modern, but like, you know, 60s architecture. And then because it was Will Smith and some ridiculous demand, <laughs> it was like a mega mansion at the end. And you're like, it doesn't fit the movie. He, it's in his contract. He probably had a three story trailer right there, right behind it. So. By the way, how how weird is Will Smith? I mean, I, I like I love him. I'm from Philadelphia. He is grew up watching his movies. I enjoy most of them. Yeah, but like he's just so out there with like the Scientology and like the weird statements and interviews he does. Uh, is he a Scientologist? I guess I didn't know that they were, or oh. I don't know if they are anymore. They were involved somehow in Scientology. Gotcha. Well, That's a red flag right there. Yeah, I, I have my I have my thoughts about uh, his relationship with Jada, but we we yeah. won't say that on the air. <laughs> well, I think he does too. I think this yeah. week the reason I said that he was fresh in my mind. He gave some interview to Oprah about like he knew they wouldn't have to work at it and they weren't really meant for each other kind of thing. Like stuff you would never say about your other half. Um, but you would say in Hollywood. <laughs> but you right. And nobody bats an eye. No, people are like, yep, that's. People absolutely. don't realize this, but Robert and Madonna were. It, Sean Penn never was really married to Madonna. Robert was. Sean Penn was like, oh, gosh. like trying to do it for publicity, but Robert had wanted nothing to do with the spotlight. So, yeah, I was like, no, no spotlight for me, please. Sorry. We're, we're gonna. I'm gonna derail us. So I'll table this for another show. But we're gonna need a whole episode on Sean Penn and Madonna's marriage. <laughs> there's there's so much going on that it's it's amazing. It should be a movie. Um. She it, still defends him. I don't. I wonder if that's. Gonna, I don't know if her her biogra- uh, biography movie that she's doing is going to go that far. For some reason, I thought she's writing her own biography and turning into a movie. Um, but I'm not sure. Oh, really? It's gonna. Yeah, I'm not sure how Ooh. far. She, I, for some reason, I thought she was going to go up to to the Blonde Ambition tour or something like that. But um, and because she's writing it, we're going to get a very <laughs> skewed version of of, of how <laughs> of things happen. The timeline. Yeah. yeah. I like I keep, it. I keep waiting for her to say nobody can play me except for me. So <laughs> that's a good point, though. Who would who would play Madonna? Everybody oh, would say Lady Gaga would be the first choice. No, well, I I, th- I think when you think about younger, um, I can't remember the actress's name. She's in um, Ozark, you know, with the curly blonde hair. Um, I think she would be a good young Madonna. Yes, you know? I can see that. She has the acting chops and the kind of sassiness that I think she could she could definitely do it. So 
you could be a casting director. That's a great. Well, I think a lot of people brought that up, but yeah, but she, you know, she she has the blonde hair, she has the looks, and we know she can act. So that would work. Yeah, just just do that. Put it in good hands, Madonna, and then right. That, that's half the battle. Um, absolutely. But we'll we'll have to talk about that on its own show because yes. I I feel like you have a lot of knowledge up there in the old the old head. Um, but these are shots still um, from Hancock. Robert, this is still in the same street. Yeah, there? yeah. So they use that street quite a bit. Or that's all I did because they shot, you know, downtown LA. But who I don't do too much of that anymore. <laughs> who can blame you? Yeah. <laughs> Although you did cover it in this week's anniversary of They Live. Oh yes, which so, is a great entry of yours too. Well, and actually, and I don't even have a web page for it. I just. <laughs> I've been lazy enough that I quickly put some pictures together, but I haven't made a web page. So, oh really? Yeah. Oh, you did some great I was, shots. I was sneaky that way. I was a little sneaky. Well, Dixie Malone was supposed to have those up <laughs> I know. in August, but another Dixie fail. Thank you for remembering her. She failed. Yes. Um, but this is your downtown location that you happen to visit. Yeah, just happened to, not specifically for this movie, but I've been to yeah. other locations, so which works. Um, and this is. Uh, Dag, yeah, he was in Halloween. He played Michael right. in the Zombie Halloween and happened to have a little bit role here as a neighborhood kid. And the always great Thomas Lennon. Oh, Thomas Lennon's great. Reno 911. Yes. Um, so Hancock, uh, does this hold up? I, I think I've only uh, seen this one time. It's a hotel watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hotel watch. That's it. So you'll watch it again if. Yeah. If it's on, I was like, and say, hey, I've been there. I've been there. Robert has been there. Um, so Hancock, for the most part, still holds up. Number five yep. is Wally. Wally. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. I'm sorry. Or the Seriously? next two. You haven't seen Wally? No. Ugh. I don't think so. The robot? Yeah. You haven't seen it. I would recommend watching Wally. I own this. Oh, here it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you do own it. I do own it. Um, but it's I, good. I, I feel they stole a little bit from Idiocracy. I'll just say that. You did the reference of, that in the last The amount show. of garbage they have. So, um, And <laughs> um, I think, yeah, it was this year. Um, I remember 2008 was my first year going down to um, the West Hollywood Street Halloween Festival. And somebody had oh. a Wally costume that was amazing. I couldn't figure out how it worked. Um, but there's a little, really? there, was, there was a guy in there and I, then I saw his eyes and stuff like that. So, so for those that have never been to the <laughs> West Hollywood Halloween street festival, it's like, it's way too many people. It's like what, half a million people, but it has some of the best costumes I've ever seen. It, it is. It, it, they do. I've, I've, we've talked about that. It's, it's, uh, it's art really. The, a lot of the costumes there. Sigourney Weaver is in this as a voice for Pete's sakes. Oh, nice. Sigour- love Sigourney. Yeah. Her greatest role is clearly Exodus, <laughs> Gods and Kings. Of course. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I would put this on your to-watch list. Wally, okay, I'm going to add it to the homework. All right. uh, do you ever feel with, I'm sure you do, with a lot of actors or certain actors, um, Sigourney Weaver is one of mine, where if I see her in a supporting role, I always think like, oh, you deserve like so much better. Like You're so much better than what, you, what this is for you. Like in The Village, where I just mentioned Exodus. Yeah. Um, like I want more of her. Like I, you know, I want to see like more of her. And they she's saying, you... "No, you only get this." Right, right. And she, yeah. and literally, her lines are always just like two or three sentences, and that's it. Cabin in the woods. You know, like I'll show up at the right. end. That was and, a great cameo. Yeah, yeah. 
so yeah, and that's sometimes where she's at her actually not at her best because obviously she can she can lead a movie, but yeah. you know, I think a working girl that she was mm-hmm. perfect as the uh, supporting actor. And then I even think about Harrison Ford. I don't really see he was obviously he was the male lead, you know, but he was still yeah. in a supporting role that um, when you have kind of powerhouse actors, it just elevates the movie. I'm sure the director you don't have to do much. <laughs> No, yeah, they know what they're, these are veterans of the yeah. craft. Uh, so Wally holds up, Robert yes. confirms? Yes, and the next one I have not seen. The next two I have not seen. Same here, I have not seen. The, uh, number six in highest grossing films is Kung Fu Panda. Number seven is Madagascar, Escape to Africa. Actually, I think I, ha- I have seen this. I assume that's Madagascar 2. 2, <laughs> I would think so. 2 in there? Like coming to I've seen America? It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't remember if it was this or the first one. They're well done. If you're if, for those kind of you know children's movies, like they're they're entertaining. I'm sure they're fine. Number eight is Twilight. Ooh. This is this is the first one. This is. Um, I I saw this in the theater. I remember my friend had read the books, and so he wanted to go see them, and I didn't really know what I was in for. And he was, um, he worked for a kind of a group home at the time. So he brought one of his clients with him oh. and his client was starting to have some issues so that he brought him out of the theater. So I was in the theater watching this for a while. And it was during the scene where Belle walks in, in front of the fan and her scent is apparently getting oh, yeah, in sure. Robert Pattinson's face. And he's making this look like he's going to throw up. And I'm like laughing and I'm like, what <laughs> what is going on here? What movie is this? Is this a spoof? Is this, yeah, I, but right. I never recovered from it, nor did the series. <laughs> no, the series never recovered. And if you remember the, the marketing behind these films, how big they were with the tween demographic, mm-hmm. it was everywhere. Yeah. And they probably everywhere. didn't even need to do anything. I think all the tweens were going to go see it anyway. And right. Robert yeah, no, Pattinson, of course. And I still get, I'll show up and people are like, Oh, uh, we are you? Do you get a lot of confusion? I'm like, it's not even the s- same last name, people. Oh right, uh, oh yeah, 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 Robert Pattinson. No, I remember I was um I won tickets to the red carpet at the Oscars, and they're like, oh, we we're wondering who. I'm like, it's not the same name, you know. <laughs> and then like, this is who you get. Sorry, but right, no, I when I you're a better looking man than Robert Pattinson no. when I. When I first started talking to you and you said your name, it, it rung a bell like a similar, but I would never make that comment because they're two different names. Yeah. You know, it's like if you met me, Matthew Clark, and like, oh, like Clark Kent, like Superman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, like, you get, yeah. do you get that a lot? And like, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah. But, um, and, and there was just so many other things, but, you know, um, Kristen Stewart is kind of a strange actress anyway. And I, yeah. I'm not sure how she's going to pull off. Uh, Princess Die. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Like that. That's. It I looks like an SNL spoof movie. You know. Yeah. When you it see looks it, like, a, I'm like, like, a I'm like AFI film or something. Yeah, I don't like. I don't think I can take her seriously. But but there's other parts like you know when they go see the doctor and uh, the doctor's a vampire, of course, and he's like beyond pale and almost shimmery, and people. I'm like, does anybody else notice this? You know, like if I was in the hospital, I'm like, something's wrong with this guy. You know. <laughs> yeah right it, it's like um but everybody's acting like it's normal and i'm like what i don't know but right yeah what are, what is everybody looking at 
I guess it's the Northwest and there's a lot of pale people, but come on. Yeah, yeah, it's a little overkill. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Sadly, this probably is the best one of the series. Yeah, um, I probably. I think because it was this new moon and eclipse, right? Yeah, and I then whatever. Eclipse so, one and two or something. Didn't they split it? Or Yeah, I know the last yeah. two were like split. Like what they did with uh, Hunger Games kind of thing. Yeah, and Harry Potter. Last Harry Potter. Yeah, like, and you see both of them. Like, this didn't need to be split. You just needed a better editor. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, we we know why you're splitting it. Yeah. It's for that cash grab of a film that's already shot as one. You know, you shot a six-hour movie, and this is this is it. This but is what, yeah. did not need to do that. So, but, so Twilight does not hold up. It's a big no. You can't even can't even watch it in a hotel. I have to look real quick. I'm curious what this movie even has rating on like Rotten Tomatoes. Like, <laughs> like what would your guess be before critics even... versus audience? Uh, I'm going to say critics 46% and audience 82%. I'm going to say critics 50%, audience 85%. Ooh, oh, audience 73. Right. Critics forty nine, so I was All close right. to the critics. Gotcha. This is like the Price is Right for tomatoes. <laughs> price is Right. That that should be a segment down the line. That's I a can good totally one. do that. Yeah, I have yeah. four. I was like, I got it. I'm gonna make a note. Okay, so um, does not hold up. Yeah, Twilight. I got it. Come on down. <laughs> By the way, Price is Right has not stopped calling me to be on the show. I've decided I'm not doing it. I'm just. I'm not gonna do it. It's why too, not. Well, the auditions that they make you do are are embarrassing. You're like jumping up and down and like act more excited. I was like, this is how I would act more excited. (laughs) But they but they call and they need you there on Sundays at like 9 a.m. for COVID testing. I get, but they want you to bring people to be on the show, like a like a bringer thing. And I'm like, I don't. People aren't. I can bring like a person, but I I feel like they're really hurting for audience members because of COVID. Yeah. And yeah, they're like really aggressive. Um, I might do it. I can change my mind. They call like every week, but uh, <laughs> apparently nobody's doing them, you know, if they're like that desperate. Yeah. That's kind of strange. But... Maybe the next time you're in town, if you want to do it, I'll we set could, it up. Yeah. Like I have the, the, the person that does the audience like in my phone already because they like text. If you don't answer the phone, they'll start texting. Oh, geez, so they they're are. like, hey, Matt. I'm like, it's it's nine o'clock at night, man. Like, yeah, maybe too late. There's like, I but, got a quota. Come on. But it's, they do. No, I think they have to. But anyway, we'll say that we'll save prices right for another show because that's a funny thing. Yeah. But Twilight does not hold up. Number nine is Quantum of Solace. Sorry to say, not a fan. This, the sorry, the Daniel Craig, uh, branch of the franchise is literally ups and very highs and very lows. And yes. it's surprising because it usually some it has the same creative team and sometimes the same director. And I was like, what did, did they not? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not sure why that is. No, you're um, right. What, why didn't it line up? Yeah. And He's then done five already too, right? I think so. But when I think, yeah, cause, uh, obviously Casino Royale hit big, um, Skyfall was one that worked, I think, both critically and for audiences. Um, yeah. the, last, the last one I really liked, too. But then I think of Quantum of Solace, I think of Spectre. And it's like, it just wasn't wasn't working. No. And and I love um, Skyfall. That's that's one of the best Bond movies, if not the best one. Um, but the thing that, I, that doesn't like, 
bring it home for me with Quantum of Solace is it's like too bulky, and like a lot of, or I guess all of Daniel Craig Bond movies, he doesn't ever look like he's enjoying playing the role. <laughs> you know, he looks like he doesn't want to be there. Like throughout like, I the movie, have to do this. Yeah, like Pierce Brosnan was like funny, did some like yeah tongue in cheek. Daniel Craig does none of that, and if he yeah. does, it's like salty. I don't know. Roger Moore obviously enjoyed himself. You could you could see him enjoying himself. Right. Um, but maybe he was kind of doing the Whoopi Goldberg where he just picked up his paycheck <laughs> on the way out of the same. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. <laughs> where um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I had a Facebook friend and they just reminded me, they just posted that they just started The Stand, the remake, uh, oh. episode one. And this, they said they are in. They can't wait for the, to see how the rest of the series pans out. And I was like, oof. Ooh. <laughs> That's so great, though, because yeah. you're like a sponsor for them now if they have questions. I was like, yeah, give me my 10 cents for mentioning this. <laughs> I was listening to music the other day when I was working. I always have like music on, and I, I, I guess I needed something to listen to, and I listened to the Stan 2020 soundtrack. And then it, it brought back memories of like, oh, yeah, this was so bad. Like I had to turn it off. It was it's bad, Robert. Bad connotations. Oof. Bad connotations. Um, Quantum of Solace uh, does not hold up. No. Sometimes we own it because it's part of a set, but that's not our fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't blame us for that. Yeah. Um, and finally, what is number 10, Sar? Another one I have not seen. Horton Hears a Who. Same, same Z's. Have not seen it. No. It's Jim Carrey playing the elephant. I think so. I don't even know. I can't tell you. Yeah. Haven't seen it. No. Don't plan to. Haven't seen The Cat in the Hat either. That I've seen trailers, and that's enough. Like, yeah, creepy. You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I like Doctor Seuss all that much. I, I I had the books as a kid, but yeah, I I, I watch movies of books that I've read as kids uh, a lot still. But yeah, I don't know. Doctor Seuss didn't. I well, guess he didn't hit home. No, and I think in the twenty first century we realized we shouldn't like Doctor Seuss. So <laughs> right, right. The 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 Chinese stereotypes. Yep. So no. Anyway. Anyway, so those are the top 10 highest grossing films of 2008. Overall, a, a relatively weak list. Yeah. Overall. Um, honorable mentions. What do we have, sir? Uh, we have a couple that they, they did well at the time. So Sex and City, the movie. <laughs> they did and well. At the time. I actually saw this in the theater. I'm not sure why, but because uh, I kind of watched the series, but not yeah. like, like, and, you know, and people were going crazy. They want, you know, they couldn't get enough of Carrie Bradshaw and the gang, and they wanted to go see this movie. And right. the movie was just kind of like the overdone highlights, and that, and then we'd have montages and Mr. Yeah. Big and the wet. I was like, I don't care, <laughs> really. But anyway, yeah, so, it doesn't. No, a, a no to me, but. And also, I think Sex in the City, the film, is leagues better than the sequel, um, <laughs> but not not as good as the the series because the series, I feel, even seasons one through three. There's still some of the best writing on a yeah. on a, on a comedy show on a comedy drama dramedy yeah. uh, ever. I mean, it, it is like really good writing, and the characters they're very good. But I don't know the movie. It's like what you said before about show to movie adaptation. Sometimes you you try to cram everything into an hour and a half, and it just mm -hmm. doesn't like gel. Yeah, every cameo and uh, you remember the the finale of Seinfeld, where every person you ever saw was in the the finale. And that's what it kind of feels like, you know, they're, they're yeah. jamming in everything they can to, uh, I would say fan service, you know. But. Right, right. 
This movie in America's Sweethearts, I don't know why, but I have two copies of the DVD. I guess in case one gets assassinated, like the vice can come in and replace it. If one gets stolen, I have it. Yeah, it's, it's a good regifting option, you know. <laughs> uh, number two is Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, Let Me Go. <laughs> it's not a Queen movie. Mamma Mia <laughs> is uh, Meryl Streep and yes, Pierce Brosnan. And Pierce Brosnan. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, one of those, like, I'm not sure, Meryl, Meryl you can't do everything. Uh, but Meryl, you can't do everything. Yeah, uh, another movie with a strange cinematography of overblown fuzziness and stuff like that. And um, Yeah, they were trying yeah. to be like Moulin Rouge. Yeah, and it just was not working. It, it's, it's almost painful to watch. Yeah. No, it is, and I've seen the I've seen the musical on in on Broadway in London, and I, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the musical. Like I I enjoy the score and the the ABBA songs, but the movie was like what they did with Phantom of the Opera. It just fell flat, and yeah. it, it was kind of it's kind of awkward at times. Yeah, I no. thought that's a big no for Mamma yeah, Mia. Big, yeah. um, number three, Robert is the Incredible Hulk. Um, this is Edward Norton's. Um, Dipping his yes. pinky toe into the role. Yes. So, um, which uh, you think? I think he actually. I think I kind of liked him as a Bruce Banner, out of all of them, because I think that kind of fit, and you feel like Ed could go off at any moment. <laughs> right. So you're like, yeah, yeah, I believe that because he does on set anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, but um, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So it, it's not a memorable movie, and um, uh, Liv Tyler playing Liv Tyler, uh, <laughs> of course. So it's just like, uh, but uh, so no to me, I, it doesn't have too much of a, a rewatch value. I agree with you. And I, did you agree that the Hulk is like um, when they say, oh, you're not going to like him when he's angry or you won't like me when he's angry is like the Batman showing how Bruce Wayne's parents died in every movie. <laughs> yes. They always crowbar that line in and you're like, uh, yep, not gonna like him when he's angry because you know he's a monster. I yeah. wouldn't like anybody like that. Oh, absolutely. Is there one where they explained they gave him pants that would actually stretch back and forth? I can't remember because. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how does that work? Let's be honest here. You know, like if if you're trying to create a realistic superhero movie, you need to explain that away somehow. Yeah, where did the pants come from? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but and, the CGI and then somebody was would... better in this one than the previous one. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. And a lot of people, I think, would explain, oh, well, you know, when he transforms, it transforms the matter of the particles or something. And you're like, nah, it's not how it works. Yeah. You're going to stick with yeah. the timeline. So, but, no. yeah, that's a big no. Um, but still better than the Eric Banya one. Yes. Right. He was kind of uh, a strange one. Yeah. It was kind of bizarre. Number four is Wanted. This is Angelina Jolie. Yes. Um, playing a, an assassin again. <laughs> uh, it's this salt. It's like all these assassin movies. Yeah, that, that's the thing because I'm like, I, I remember that, and she has a gun, she's running around, and I don't remember too much. I remember you kind of, it was good, a good watch at the time, but it was one of those you're like, and I never need to see that again or, right. think, about, or think about it. Uh, <laughs> you don't, I, you don't this, even need to release it on DVD. <laughs> you thought that when you saw this movie? Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. No reason. It's forgettable. James McAvoy's in it too, right? Yes. Yeah. So. No, it does not hold up. Um, the next one was almost on my can't look away because I <laughs> I do 
my sister really likes this one, um, and I actually do kind of stop and watch it because I'm like, oh yeah, it has enough kind of funny scenes. So we were talking about Four Christmases. <laughs> this is Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn still doing it, still doing okay. Uh, yeah, Reese yeah. Witherspoon. Um, uh, and of course, it, ma- it makes up that they have a great supporting cast. That like, the kind of like Scorning Weaver. Like, you got Sissy Spacek and Mary Steenburgen and, and kind of Kristen Chenoweth doing their scenes. You know, they're not in the entire movie, but you know, you go to each house and stuff like that, and they all have their quirks. So, yeah, and the payoff is is great with that because yes. they're, they're giving you exactly what you expect and you want to see. Yeah, I, I do like this movie. Yeah, yeah. I do enjoy Four Christmases. <laughs> and I think the scene with the baby, and then she hits the baby in the head. <laughs> I, yeah, so it's cla- that. I should say it's classic, but it, it it's kind of is in a way. Yeah, so it's one of the better comedy Christmas movies to watch because there's a lot of bad ones and misses yeah. over the years, and this is it's fun to rewatch it. And we know every Christmas movie has kind of a schmaltzy ending, but it's okay. Right, but it's okay. And you're right, Vince Vaughn was still kind of doing well at this time. Yeah, we could tell like he died of cancer. <laughs> like he was still doing. Dad was still, still doing he, well. In that he was year. still, he was still honest. He was snappy still. He, he was. His, snappy. his mind was sharp. His mind. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so four Christmases still holds up. Yes. Uh, number. Did I skip one? No. Number no, six no. is Step Brothers, Boats and Hose, <laughs> Conte Parido. <laughs> Maybe one of my funniest. The, one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in a movie is the sing- song where he's singing the Bocelli song in Spanish, yes. and the the cutaways with like the the centaur or whatever yeah. minotaur, like amazing. Yeah. Like they didn't need to do that at all, and they threw that in. I love it. I'm a, you covered this too, which I'm so yes. excited so, for. Um, yeah, and so actually, I saw this again uh, about a couple years ago. Alamo Theater has different movie party nights and this was a movie party and we all got oh, uh, cool. Catalina wine mixer glasses um <laughs> for for the movie oh, party nice and touch. stuff like yeah it, and they actually and they were all branded Catalina wine Catalina fucking wine mixer or however I think is what it said. So <laughs> um so yeah. I like so, that. Uh so yeah and even better, you know, if you have the D V D or Blu ray, the deleted scenes and the 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 bloopers are almost just as funny. So, oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I believe they, it. I mean, they have Will all these Farrell. outtakes, and I'm thinking in particular the uh, the inter- when they're interviewing scenes, and they're both at the the interview, and there's just they they're just going off and trying oh, nice. everything and stuff like that. So some of the stuff that uh, is on the bloopers is actually just as funny as the rest of it. So, um, so yeah, like so Anchorman. Yeah, Step Brothers House, I think, is in Altadena, if I remember right. So I think it was not too far from there. So it's a Looks just like it did in the movie, as last I remember. So, and it's it's visit. similar. It's close proximity to the grandma's house and Poltergeist too. It is, and nice. the doctor's house in Malignant. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, they're all right, kind of down. I the like street. your. I like that. Uh, oh, there we got Haddonfield. We got Nicholas Hard Nichols Hardware from Halloween, and this oh, was all cool. shot uh, in South Pasadena. So, oh, uh, quick question for you: yep. Halloween Kills. Um, did they recycle? <laughs> I don't have a question. I just want to get your reaction on Halloween Kills. No, Halloween Kills. Do you know the scene in Halloween 2 where Michael's walking on um, in Haddonfield and he bumps into the kid? Yes. You know, that with the boombox? Yep. Was that, was that set? That Not the set. That location used in Halloween Kills? Um, 
like like when they're um I forget what scene it is. It's cutting edge radio to the listeners, but gotcha. I think it's near where like the the doctor and the nurse Halloween find the guy in their car. Like right around that. It's oh. it's a scene right around there. Do they reuse that location? Because I swear I was watching. No, it. no, because no. they they shot Halloween Kills all was in North Carolina, and that scene was in Sierra Madre. So okay, so it was different. That's the same all spot right. where Doctor Chalice put his beer on the phone booth. <laughs> That was it. No, no, no. That was it. I was yeah. watching season three. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was it. And I was like, I think this is from Halloween too. And I meant to ask you, yes. but it was like kind of late. Yes, it's all I knew the it. same universe. Yeah, that was it. Okay. <laughs> so, right. um, but yeah, Step Brothers was shot uh, in Altadena, South Pasadena, um, the uh, Veterans Hospital where they also shot uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween and Halloween Two. Their hospital was shot oh, yeah. in that same hospital campus. Oh, that's a cool shot. Oh, you met Will Ferrell. I did. It was oh, one of the cool. worst picture-taking experience of my life. Not against Will, but why the the first the, my camera was like not working, and it oh, took like no. four times to get this shirt this shot. And I could tell Will is like he had enough, and so I'm surprised he's actually even smiling. <laughs> he was a good sport about <laughs> in it. In this though? picture, he was. Yeah, surprisingly, I think the fourth time he's like, "This is it," because they couldn't get it to work. But we got we got it to work. But anyway. Oh man! Yeah. Well, at least you got it. Yeah, so, it's always how it works too. Um, you know, same thing. Adam Scott is fantastic uh, in sporting character. Catherine Hahn, uh, who is now even kind of coming into her kind of second wave, I think, of popularity. Yes, touche. Yeah, and so. Adam Scott was also in um, the film Crumpus, which makes Robert very angry. See, do you see me twitch, getting my fists like, don't even talk, don't even talk don't about even it. Mention that name. So. Step Brothers obviously is a recommend, highly recommend. Certainly does. Um, that's cool. You covered it too. Nice, nice work on those shots. Um, finally, coming up, not finally. Uh, what do we have for the next one, sir? Number seven, Tropic Thunder, <laughs> which is a Ben Stiller, um, Robert Downey Jr., Jack Black, yeah, cameo by Tom Cruise. Um, it's it shows Tom Cruise's fun side. Yes, uh, which surprisingly, I mean. If anything, you kind of like seeing Tom doing this. this type oh, of yeah. Thing. Um, and he's reenacted that since, too, on like talk shows yeah, and stuff. So, so yeah. good for him. Um, yeah. uh, the movie is kind of, it's, it's, it's too blo- bloated. It's one of those, like, I'll watch for a little while, and I'm like, oh, I've already. The, it's one of those things, the beginning is better than the end. Yeah, yeah. Tropic Thunder, see it once, you enjoy it. but And it has some really great like gems in there to, to, that are better watched on YouTube. But overall, it's, it feels a little choresome to me where you're yeah. like, it's kind of, it's not one I would really go to um, no. on purpose. But uh, I think it still holds up for the, the most part just because yes. of some of the, the scenes. Uh, number eight is one you, you also covered, Robert. I haven't seen this, so I'm going to leave it oh, entirely up to you. Uh, I don't so think yeah, so. You don't mess with the Zohan. So Adam Sandler, um, which... I saw this in the theater too, and I wasn't sure what to expect. It is a goofy. It seems almost like an '80s movie made in 2008. So, oh really? I, I, I ended up making me chuckle more than I thought I would. So, um, I would recommend if you're flipping around and you see it to to give it a watch. You don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first shots here or in San Pedro at the. Uh... Battery Barlow Saxton Angels Gate Bunkers. Yep. So Who's this see. place, and how did you how did you get there? This this is through a fence shot, and I don't think you can actually get this shot anymore. I think they added more fences and stuff like that. So this is da- yeah down in San Pedro where they have where like a prayer was shot and some other things, kind of by the Friendship Bell. 
that kind of whole military. Oh, what, what is it though? Like, what is this? Is it like I a think, fort? Like actual bunkers? I think so. I think it was like World War One, maybe if I remember right. So all this kind of oh. stuff was there. So that's uh, Pearl Harbor was shot down there. You know where they're moving the boats and and the the little boats and in Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's there's a lot shot down there. So and of course, like interesting, a iconic. Uh, a lot of this was shot on Warner Brothers backlot um, and mostly uh, Hennessy Street. And so oh, his uh, the shop he ends up buying it was actually it's been it gets changed quite a bit over the years, but this was the pet shop from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure where he saves all the pets. Oh, nice! Yeah, very cool. But they've done a lot of changes to that. So, but yeah, sure. a lot of it just shot right on Warner Brothers backlot. And this is where the famous. Spider-Man kiss happened, everybody. <laughs> if you're watching Spider-Man, do you remember the upside-down kiss? She was laughing because yeah. it was so funny with that cotton. <laughs> it was It's Spider-Man. You know, they do mention Zohan on the tour, I noticed. Did they really? Yeah, and I was like, I wonder if like, I, I know what it is, but I wonder if anybody else knows what it is. So this was Annie's yeah, orphanage, uh, the 1982 oh, yeah. Annie. Cool. And we got some other actual locations. <laughs> Where is uh where's the palace downtown? Palace you know? downtown. Um, it, I think it's on Broadway Street, if I remember, or Makes somewhere sense. there. So, oh, cool. Kind of goes together for me. So, and uh, oh yeah, Guy Osiri. So was one of the producers, and sometimes he shows up in movies. Oh right, yeah. Well, that's cool. It's Madonna's manager. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you guys chummy. Uh, yeah, he he recognizes me, and we've met many times, and he comes over and says hi. And he also is a producer of Twilight. Oh, really? So he probably has, he's probably richer than Madonna. <laughs> he's probably, right at this point. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Um, number nine. So does, you don't mess with the Zohan hold up for you? Yeah, I still watch it. Robert's a fan. Uh, number nine is Pineapple Express, the ultimate stoner film with uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco. Yes. Yeah, this is a funny Danny McBride. Movie. Yeah, so this right. is still, I don't know if I own this, but um, and I've been to some locations, but I haven't made a page for it. But um, yeah, this is still a watch. Um, and it's usually, it, it it keeps going quick enough that it's worth watching. Yeah, no, I think the pacing's good. And I'll still, I'll still go. I think I own this movie. It's a, it's a funny flick. Yep. Final Book Express gets two pinky pinkies up what, what is our thing we don't do uh, yeah i don't know dumb, to do so. That. yeah so so two two uh, we recommend that uh number what is number 10 sir cloverfield something is coming <laughs> cloverfield kicked off the found footage uh or the sh- the resurgence of the shaky camera yeah. reality kind of movie right in a huge way too i remember usually in, by 2008 Things were always leaked out. You knew everything that was coming. And I can't remember what movie we were seeing where there was a preview for this and nobody had ever heard of this movie, which is unusual that no. you're seeing a preview. Nope. And, and I remember, I think when the movie started, that whatever movie we were seeing, I think we were still like, what is that? We, you know, like, we want to know what secret movie this is. Um, yep. So the, uh, and then when you saw it, it's, I think you, you still had that kind of hype because you didn't know what you're going to be seeing and so forth. And so, um, since that time, it kind of dwindled a little bit, and then they have these forced sequels that are barely related, and so it kind of ruined the yeah. kind of franchise aspect. So, uh, so now then, overall, it does not hold up because 
once the no. monster's out of the bag, you're like, huh, all right. Yeah, you only see the the monster for like four seconds. Um, I will say though that I I don't I can't think of a movie better that did better or a movie that did better viral marketing than this because just like you, I was like trying to Google what this movie is before it came out and like figure it out because they they left you little clues and they tried to do something similar with um, uh, what's that? With Blair Witch had a little with Blair Witch, but also the Peter Jackson movie. Um, I forget the name. It's like the alien one from 2010. Uh, but, but anyway, it's not like a great, it's not a good movie. It's, it's, it didn't age well with the, for that reason alone, I yeah. think. And, and the monster's not there, but the hype leading up, um, I feel like they did a great job of like, oh, keeping it suspenseful, which is I pretty lo- impressive. I love that aspect. So, so no, Cloverfield does not hold up. No. Uh, number 11 is the day the earth <laughs> stood still. Have you seen this? I did, and in fact, I was I was at San Diego Comic Con um, when they had a preview for this, and I, it was in the big hall. It's at Hall H, which is the biggest hall. Oh, cool. And what I remember most is they're showing a preview before this, and I was cl- plugging and holding my ears like it was so loud I could oh, hear really? my eardrums shattering. And and Hall H is huge, so I can't even imagine the sound system that they have in that place. But oh, I remember yeah. people were like, people were like, we're like screaming because it was like so, <laughs> so loud, <laughs> so loud. Which usually for trailers, you know, oh, it excites you. This was painful. So, oh, and then um, Keanu came out and stuff like that. So people were excited that about that. And then you saw the movie, and you're like, eh. like, no, yeah, yeah, the movie sucks. Yeah. Um, the reason I put it on the list though is it's literally. I mean, there's some like cool effects, but it's Keanu Reeves in a room sitting down like reading lines like Keanu Reeves you know <laughs> yeah. like the whole movie is him like yes I'm an alien <laughs> um, like what is this it's a it's a remake too which I've never yeah. seen the original but um, you, sh- you should watch the original it's it's good those, those, there's some of the good 50s stuff yeah 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 science fiction good um okay number 12 is one you've covered as well sir this is yeah. uh of course forgetting Sarah Marshall uh, and I should say, I covered a little bit. I don't remember what locations I went to. but <laughs> We're going to find out. We're going to find out. So, and I'm sure they're um, beautiful. Another kind of movie of its time. Um, the, we kind of had these yearly, um, not raunchy comedies, but, you know, comedies coming out, kind of pushing the envelope. and, and people, Yeah, on purpose. People in the comedic entourage would keep rising. Their stars would rise and, and so forth. So. Right. Um, so I, I just went to a couple, happened to be go to a couple locations, one in LA and one in Hawaii. Oh, nice. But, Lai, Hawaii. Is this Lay, Hawaii? Is that how you say that? Uh, I don't even know. I don't, I don't remember. I just remember I was there. So. Nice. <laughs> Where it jumps off the cliff, but our fault. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So anyway. Really cool. But um, it, it's one, I'll, I'll watch a few minutes of it, you know, if I'm clicking around. But yeah, I don't, I don't need to revisit it. Yeah, no, same here. It doesn't really hold up for me. It's not a go-to. Some yep. good stuff in there, but gets a little tiring. Um, <laughs> you get a little tired of some of the characters. Yeah, they're kind of they get kind of annoying quickly, don't you think? I think because when you have second watch, you know you already know the character. Or, I mean, and you cut you kind of know going in, but then it's just like, uh, it's not as fun if once you know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. At that point, it's whatever. Um, so for the most part, does not hold up. Um, yep. Thirteen is Baby Mama. Uh, Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler, um, and uh, Tina Fey. Tina Fey with uh, right. a sporting role of Sigourney Weaver. Right. Yeah. Um, 
I give this a thumbs up. So yeah, I, it's a good, it's I, a funny movie. This movie makes me laugh, and Sigourney at the they they, they use Sigourney just right because I remember at the end she's like, "They're twins," you know. <laughs> right, they're twins. <laughs> you gotta love Sigourney. Yeah, she she and she knows exactly what to do and how to deliver. So, um, so this one still holds up for me, and I, I still it, if I'm clicking, I will I will stop and watch. And this was shot in Philadelphia. Or was it? I did not know that. I would have done yeah. locations if I knew. You you uh, might have locations already. Might, yeah. In your but, arsenal. Ah. Uh, By the way, Robert keeps his his uh, footage of sets uh, twenty one bunkers uh, levels down underground in a secure bunker in Omaha. So in the event of a strike, they're safe. Because Omaha, everybody has these nuke bunker bunkers, right? Well, yeah, because we have Strategic Air Force Command just a couple miles from us, so right. we'll be one of the first places hit. You'll be. <laughs> It's true. That's a new, that's, that Ricketts makes that the new slogan instead of yeah. it's not for everyone. We'll be one of the first places hit. <laughs> so you don't need to worry. Th- this will be it. This so, will be it. Yeah. Um, Baby Mama still holds up. Still a funny movie. Good ride. And uh, number 14 is Burn After Reading. Um, George Clooney, Brad Pitt? Yes. This is a big thumbs up for me, too. I, I watch this at least once a year. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. It's oh, cool. Uh, I just... One, when you talk about you know actors at their best, and everybody in this one, everybody's kind of chewing the screen. John Malkovich and uh, Frances McDormand, um, Tilda Swinton. I mean, she, she's one of those actors that she can do no wrong for me. You know, she just she just tears it up. She's so, great. Yeah. So and <laughs> Brad Pitt, his face in the closet when George finds him, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So not to give spoilers, but uh, but yeah. Um, so th- this one still holds up for me, and it's one of these kind of. Um, it's not thin on plot, but you know, it's kind of like it doesn't have your typical like you know, oh, it's going to end like this or whatever. Um, but yeah, I like it. Right? Yeah. No, it no, it works out. I think it delivers. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. It's a good film. Um, Gran Torino is number fifteen. Clint Eastwood playing the salty Korean War veteran, coming of age film maybe. Um, I did not. Kid? I did not see it. So I yeah, saw the trailer and. Lawn. Exactly. I saw the trailer, and I'm like, I already felt like I saw that movie. I don't. I don't need to see it. He's. It's a good movie. He's salty. Can you but, believe that? Yes, because he's always salty. <laughs> he's playing Clint Eastwood, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Do they have to have a mic right in his mouth so he can hear him? Oh. <laughs> is he is he doing the Batman voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's choking. He's choking. Still, he's choking. Um, I, I saw the car. The, the car used to be at Warner Brothers. So. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what's funny? The car's only in like one scene in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not even... It's weird. It's a weird title for it. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess it's original. So. But... Uh, so we're split on the Grand Torino. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Number 16 is The Water Horse. Have you seen this, this I have childhood not. tale? I have not. <laughs> I saw what is this. it about? It's a it's a children's movie about a kid that finds an egg, and the egg turns out to be the Loch Ness monster. Grown up, um, I was the only adult in the theater when I saw this. It was <laughs> in January of two thousand nine because I guess this came out towards the end of the year. Oh, okay. And I was like, I kind of like that kind of stuff, Loch Ness monster. I was like, oh, I'll go see it. It was like <laughs> it's like a bunch of like six year olds and me. <laughs> getting looks from parents i'm like yep i'm here with you too hung over and watching this but it's a good movie it's a cute it's a cute movie robert i'll take your word for it i'm gonna have to put on the list this and love actually to be sent to your house for Oof. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I would, but I'm washing my hair. But washing my hair that day. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I would. I would. So. It's sad. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Water Horse Robert and Scene. I think it still holds yeah. up, though. It's a, it's, okay. a, it's a cute movie. Uh, what do we have for 17, sir? Uh, this is a movie that I know I should have seen, but I have not. Oh, really? Believe it or not. The, you know, there's a certain point where you're like, once you've gone so long right. without seeing a movie, I'm like, I think it's too late for me to watch it. We are totally. talking about No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm the same way with Big Lebowski. Haven't seen it. People are like, you got to see it. I was like, it's been 25 years. So, I'm not going to. It, it, everything would be lost on me. <laughs> uh, everything would be lost. Yeah. Um, no Country for Old Men, I think, is a really good movie. It's shot really well. It's Coen Brothers. Um, the character is really interesting. And they throw you for some surprises that you didn't think would happen um, in good and bad ways in it. So it keeps you on your toes. But overall, gotcha. it's, a, it's a good film. And uh, obviously, I like the Coen Brothers because I, going on and on about Burn After Reading, um, but right. obviously, I don't. Yeah, didn't line up. Follow, follow everything. Okay, you've covered this next one. This is uh, uh, Angelina Jolie. Yes, the Changeling. Um, so this is actually one of my favorites. I don't know if you've seen it. So it's based on a true story. Yes, it's about and, the kid. Uh, yeah, kidnapped. Kidnapped, and uh, uh, Angelina is pretty good in this. And so um, at the time, I went. Uh, and visited some locations. I remember they were way out there, San Dimas, uh, California. Oh, I'm not even sure where that is. I've heard it's, of it. It's, I think, if I remember, I mean, I should know where it is because I was out there, but it is, you have to go east uh, for it. So, and there, obviously, it's set in the 40s. It's the 40s, I think. Um, but yeah. So it's somewhere around that time, yeah. Somewhere, yeah. So, and I think I even went to the might train be, station. And, uh, but yeah, so it's, is this a Clint Eastwood film? Maybe? I, I want to say it is. Yeah, for some reason, I think it is. Um, while you're looking at pictures, I'll look it up. Yeah, no, I, I think it is. <laughs> it's one this of my was, favorite um, movies. I know nothing about. It's based uh, on a true story. I think it was like the Winehouse chicken coop murders or something, but it was the, don't quote me on that, but it's the kid. <laughs> That they, it was like a different child that this missing yeah. kid came back as. Yeah, there's it's, some, it's a good movie. But, um, but yeah. So and then at uh, Universal at the time, they had some of the props and stuff. And I, so I think I, I her, remember she was a phone operator, and so um, they had all those the phone operator props sticking uh, sitting out. So that's pretty you know, cool. I got my picture taken with them, and they said actually Angelina was on a tour, and she recognized that from her own movie and. Took a picture with it as well. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's a pretty church here. But it's at Pasadena, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I should port this over to my official web page. Since. This still, if you want to check out Robert's pictures, this is on his blog site, listeners, which is movielocationsandmore.blogspot.com, which you can find on set-jetter.com. Yep. So, check it out. Check it out. Do you... um? Get a lot of still get a lot of traffic or more traffic to your blog than your new site. I think you mentioned um, that before. Off and on, I don't look too often. Um, and I, it kind of depends. Sometimes if I get emails, I recognize that they're looking at the blog and not the website. So, um, okay. I just got an email from somebody talking about oh, Max Dugan returns. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? So sometimes it's those older, you know, '80s movies that there were people are just like, oh, I love that. They were just excited to see what some of these places look like. Oh, nice. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, next is Yes Man. Um, this, so this really was shot in Nebraska. The the airport scene. Yeah, there's just a few things. The airport scene. Uh, the telephone museum is actually a thing. <laughs> really. In Lincoln, yeah. So they, I think the inside they rec they did on the set, but the outside is uh, they actually shot in Lincoln. So 
Um, oh, that so is there, so cool. Yeah. So there's a couple of things. I haven't made a web page for it yet, but uh, but I I've been to some of the Nebraska locations. So and that's I don't really think, cool. Yeah, I didn't really watch the movie. So <laughs> I think no. I watched just to see the Nebraska scenes to get screenshots. Um, but yeah. yeah so I, I, I can't attest to the movie. I, the movie the movie's funny. It, it it's it's not Jim Carrey's best. It's Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey a little bit later. Yeah. But like Bradley Cooper's in it has kind of an interesting supporting cast. It's it's a lot like Liar Liar, um, where he just does things that he's out of his control. But um I remember watching this and they they film some stuff and they're like, Oh yeah, well, let's just go to Omaha today. Yeah. They just decide to go to Omaha. And I remember watching it when it came out and thinking, Oh, there's no way like they really film there, you know? They just like shot that, but they really did film there, which is kind of interesting that they did they, that. They did so, and I can't remember. Did they film at a barn? I remember going to. There's a, a barn. barn. Yeah, yeah. I actually found that barn. So finding oh, really? a barn uh, is actually harder than you would think because there's nothing to you know. All barns kind of look the same. Oh yeah. What um, do you do? Yeah, but somewhere I did. I did find that barn. So don't ask me how. Oh no. Good. Good job on that. Yeah. Thanks. Um, it still holds up for me. You said you really haven't seen it. I have not seen it. So. I should, but I've not. Well, next brings us to the eyes or the nipples of the face. Yes. A great quote. <laughs> what is this movie? I've never even heard of it. The House Bunny. You've never heard of The House Bunny? Uh-uh. Oh, no, my gosh. I don't think uh, so. It's <laughs> it looks great. It is one of those, you know, Anna Ferris probably at her best. Um, oh, really? Cool. Ignoring, yeah, this kind of scary, the, the scary movies and stuff like that. But, uh, uh, yeah, so it's obviously shot mostly in Los Angeles and um, not house. as good as Sorority Boys, but no, what um, are your faves? You know, it's one of those where you know it, it's it's a typical you know we need to get this sorority turned around and it's you know the the nerdy girls or whatever and she's like oh I can you know right yeah the house buddy is it a, <laughs> is it a one of your favorite movies uh, not one of my favorites but um it, it's a stop and watch if or clicking through I'll, I'll watch a little bit of it so oh just cool kind of what scene they're on but the house bunny check it out still holds up yep okay uh number 21 is i do not want to answer any questions about watergate <laughs> frost uh, nixon and this seems like a total you movie <laughs> you know what it, it's it's not it is in the sense of yeah. the historical thing um it's about uh, the Nixon interviews on um, yep. Frost program, but that's that's really all it is. It's a bunch of interviews. It's kind of a boring movie, but um, but I feel like Frank Langella does a great job of playing Nixon, and I feel like I feel like it's a very well acted movie. Gotcha. But it's one of those Hollywood movies where they try to make it more interesting than it really was, and they can only do do so much. Do you can only do so much with a TV interview. I mean, I never yeah. even knew about this when it came out, so I like researched it. It was pretty cool. Great performance, just it's not great, but it's yeah. um, if you're a history buff, give it a watch. And I actually saw the play version of this. Um, oh, which it would was, be a great play, yeah. It's, I think, might think it might have been better as a play because it's live, yeah. you know. Um, right. but at some point, the same thing is like, well, all, all right, you know, <laughs> okay, but let, let's, let's go. go, yeah, yeah. So, I'd rather watch the trailer for um, the day the earth stood still really loud than this, really right loud. Next up, we have Saw 5. So this is where I was like, eh, this series has over-welcomed its day. This was where it peaked. Yes. Or it has well, peaked. It, 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 they, this is now, on the, yeah, because it was 2, 3, 4 was kind of the peak for me, and then 5, 6, 7, blah, blah, blah. and then uh, Jigsaw, 
I know we're going, we're moving way ahead of time, was interesting. And then I just watched Spiral. Whew. I heard that was really bad. I, I think I told you, you probably this was one of my. I can't believe how bad this is. So, oh, anyway, I don't. Think, yeah, I don't know if you saw the poster because Chris. Rock oh yeah, no, I saw like, like the trailer and everything. Yeah, and I'm like, I remember seeing the poster. I'm like, what's wrong? Why did why they choose that shot of Chris Rock? He looks weird. Yes, he looks so out of place. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. That's exactly how he looks in the movie. Oh really? Yeah, it's just like, oh no wonder that that was probably the best shot they got from the movie to put him in the poster. <laughs> it is awful. It's that bad. Yes. Because that that poster that you're referring to, it, it looks like somebody photoshopped him in there and did a good job at photoshopping. But you you could it, it looks like it's just out of place. Something's not right. That's exactly the way he looks in the movie, and it is a bad, bad movie. Like it, I can't believe it even got greenlit. But yeah, and I think the reviews and the rating is just awful for it. W- was it bad all the way through? Yeah, it was a bad acting, bad, um, and and Chris Rock was very vocal that uh, that so and so wrote the act, you know, the the drama part of the script, and he did all the comedy, and it was like the comedy was bad. It was nothing oh. funny. It was inappropriate at times. Like, uh, you know, really, you know, this is Eddie Murphy got away with this in the '80s, but you can't do it. And oh, yeah, um, but. Yeah. So, and he just, uh, he just, you could, you know, when you, people are thinking really high, highly of themselves on screen, you it just kind of shows, and that's what. So I'm telling you to watch it to hate it. Yeah, let's watch it to hate yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I I I agree with you though. After five, um, it it really the series really like just started becoming advantageous of the audience, and it just it, it they weren't the quality really went down. Just, which is bound to happen if you don't respect it. And they were releasing one literally like every year. So yeah. And that's this what you one, get. I, they didn't have the, com- I think next year, the following year, they had the competition where paranormal activity took over the Halloween spot. And then they're like that. That's the end of Saw. You know? That was it. Yeah. Paranormal activity. Um, yeah. So Saw 5 just does not hold up for us here. Yeah. Number 23 on honorable mention of 2008 is one Robert has covered extensively. <laughs> Plum you say night. extensively, without even knowing. Uh, I haven't. I just assume yeah. it's a lot because I saw the side scroll was longer, so I yeah. assume there was a lot of pictures. Like, oh, there must be pictures. So this is Prom Night, the remake. Yes. Or, I'm not sure if it's a reboot, but um, yeah, it's supposed to take place possibly in Oregon, um, but of course, South Pasadena. <laughs> no, I, I've seen the original, of course. I don't okay. think I've ever seen this, Jim. It is, so Britney Snow, and it's not... Nothing to write home about? No, and I was just like, I it's kind of, you know, when they did When a Stranger Calls remake, and I was like, eh, this isn't, you kind of took the, oh, yeah. at some point you kind of take the title and uh, even the event premise and turn it into something else. I'm like, huh, that's not, that's not what I wanted, but I've, it wasn't what the kids wanted either, apparently, so. Is it better than the movie Valentine with um, David, the guy from Angel? I barely, probably, because Valentine is barely memorable to me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> At I'm least there's some scenes in here that I remember, but, um, but yeah. And these these were this film was shot mostly in around South Pasadena. Yeah. So the her her therapist office is at the coffee shop right next to uh, Lori Strode's house or kind of that. Do you see the Myers house actually is in the movie? She looks out the window and sees the Myers house across. Oh, the, that's so cool. The street. So um, which yeah, which obviously that is done on purpose. I think. I mean, you would not. 
Yeah, no, you're making this kind of movie. You're going to do it. Yeah. Intentionally. So, um, yeah, so around Pasadena. Looks like Pasadena. <laughs> I mean. Oh, sure. I don't know why they're pretending this is Oregon. Because I, want, I wonder what came I, first, the chicken or the egg. Do they shoot in Pasadena so much, these kind of movies? Because it's, it is a great location that can pass for any part of the country. Yeah. I or because, think, yeah, you yeah. think so? Yeah, but here, here's the thing. Pasadena is a great neighborhood. I mean, it, and it could it has more Midwestern or can be East Coast or something like that. But it's not oh, yeah. what I would call Oregon, you know. No. Um, if you're no, trying to do Oregon, I'm like, you better have a mountain in the background somewhere. because. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oregon, you need to go close to the yeah. to the coast. Um, it's yeah, it wasn't overcast enough, and so yeah, and, they're, and they go up and down. Uh, and they had this is one of the worst montages of driving through South Pasadena to go to prom, which I know this happens where kids are have their heads out of limousines and acting screaming and stuff like that. But but this has like the worst one. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it's not. I mean, you can see. Oh that it, yeah. That this type of thing, I was like, Ugh. oh like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Prom is the best. Uh, uh. Oh, do kids yikes. do that? I don't know. So this is the police station used in everything on Mateo Street. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. This isn't everything. Yeah. You might as well just permanently put police station up there. So uh, <laughs> Park Park Plaza or the hotel at the time. But now it's I think it's apartments. Um, so that's also used in many movies. I think more about the naked gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three, two, one. I can't remember which one it was used in. So. Oh, that's and, cool. And Jessalyn, who I I like her best from Nip Tuck, but she is has a role in here. So. Oh, good call. Did you watch? Did you watch Nip Tuck? I have. Yeah, it's a great okay. show. Yeah. So her her line was remember. I, she she was like, "Hey, asshole." So, um, <laughs> so she was at the Omaha Film Festival, and then um, I, we had not met her. I think we knew oh. she was going to be there, and then uh, we sit in the audience, and then she came up and she sat right in front of us. And I was like, this is the this is the only time I can do this. And so I did. I was like, hey, asshole. <laughs> and she turned around because she, she knew that was her line and stuff like that. So but she course. was really sweet. That's so cool. Yeah. What a sweetheart. I don't know what other she, celebrity you would do that to, but yeah. <laughs> but you, she turned around and it's not yeah. her. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, that guy. Then we're like, Wendy. Wendy. <laughs> why, why would you say that? Uh, um, anyway. But no, but no that, that's, that's a good story. Yeah. But uh, Prom Night overall is not uh, one you'd recommend? No, no. No. Okay. And uh, what's number 24, sir? Lakeview Terrace. So have you seen this one? Samuel L. Jackson? Yes, the crazy kind cop of, neighbor. Yep, yep. So um, yeah, actually, ruthless. I went to these locations. Actually, it's not even shot in Lakeview Terrace. So. No, I didn't think so. Yeah, why, why would it? You know. <laughs> you, sh- you have a page for this one? Uh, I haven't gone. But no, I've, I've gone there but and I have pictures, but I have not made a page yet. So. Oh, okay. Ask, you know, people aren't clamoring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're not getting tons of emails asking, where's Lakeview Terrace? Yeah. So I saw this in the theater, and I remember at one point, things kept going out of focus a little bit, just in certain parts of the frame. Oh. And and part, you know, and you can't quite tell. I'm like, is it me? Or is this an artistic choice? Or, And then finally, the whole thing went out of focus. And I guess they had some lens problem or something like that. But oh, that, no. that's what I remember about this movie. How long did it? How long was it before they got it operational? Um, they, I don't think they did. I think they gave us our money back or something like oh, that. Oh, no. Later. But then you were kind of like, huh, it was a, you know, we don't need to finish it. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a blessing. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let, let's go. It's kind of a little bit of a speed two. Uh, <laughs> let's just go. Speed two was, you knew it was a, a car accident that you're going through at the time, <laughs> and it was too late to stop the car. It yeah. was like, what is going on? We have to see this to the end. 
Speed Two was the Jurassic Park was the Lost World. Of, Lost World of that. Yeah, you're just like, how did what what who? Why did that, they do this? That actually killed it. That killed the, you know, they could still have a, I mean, if, if Fast and Furious are having all these movies, Speed could have had their own. Right. Yeah, they could have had their own. B-list thing. actors running around. But. Of course. Um, okay. So Lakeview Terrace, uh, you don't, that does not hold up no, for you? it does not. Yeah, I wasn't, I don't, it's not very memorable. Um, 25 is Nick Nord's Infinite Playlist. I think I've seen this, Robert, but I don't remember what it is. It's it's one of those uh, I call it one of the hipster movies, you know, young young kids and too cool for school. Um, it has Michael Sarah in it, right? Yeah. So um, so I like him, but um, yeah. yeah. So it kind of felt like uh, I was a little too old for this movie to really get it. So right. Yeah. No. No. I, I get that. Um, I thought it was okay when I saw it. It was it was all right, but yeah, I was kind of felt a little old. Yeah. It's like you kids, you whippersnappers. Yeah. I don't know course. what they're talking about. <laughs> You kids and your candy grams and your face snaps and your tweets. <laughs> Quiet. Um, <laughs> so no. So no. Does not hold up. Yep. We have 26. Sweeney Todd. Oh, the demon bubble of Fleet Street. So I will say I like the way this movie is shot. We still have to deal with Johnny Depp uh, because <laughs> playing Johnny Depp as a character. Of course. Tim Burton. Uh, and Helena Bonham Carter, which she was actually pretty good in this. It was a good role suited to her. Um, so I thought the movie was okay and it was kind of fun. And then this movie is also kind of ruined for me because I got in a car accident right after this. Oh, as, no. As I was leaving the theater. So this is what I, what, this is how I permanently remember this movie. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. It was not, it was like a fender, annoying fender bender that, but. Yeah, yeah, no, but still, yeah. it's, that's the worst. Yeah. So overall, no, and I've never revisited since. So yeah, same here. It's um, that's the formula that they've been using for years with Tim Burton and Johnny Depp. So this was, I guess, I think it's Stephen Sondheim did the original musical. It, this was a perfect adaptation in theory for them. But I, I feel like at this time, after or around the time of like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and and or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, this, that his, one, his and, was Willy, yeah. yeah, Willy, and then. Lone Ranger and Pirates. It was like way too much ridiculous Johnny Depp oversaturation by 2008 of all these like wacky characters that you saw and it it just, it was kind of exhausting. You're like, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. It was great. enough, and, and it, it was, was the cinematography is great, but they literally bled sure. out every color uh, except for red, uh, and so which it, it works, but then it doesn't add to excitement to rewatch. Right. Yeah, it doesn't perfectly said so. What do we have next? W? W. This is Oliver Stone's George Bush biopic. I don't know if you've seen this. I don't think I have. I it's think it was really, one of those, yeah. It's, it's interesting. They released it when he was still president towards the tail end, but he was yeah. still president, so it was a weird, weird timing, but I felt like it was a really good underrated movie with a great cast. They have Josh Brolin playing W, Condoleezza Rice was um, oh, I can't remember her name. Thandy uh, Newton. Um, they did a, they did a really good job with the supporting cast, and I felt like he did it in a way that was still respectful, like biographically. But he's very critical. He's yep. you know, so he was able to do that. But um, I felt like it was a it was a really underrated movie at, at the time when it came out. Gotcha. Um, it got almost no press because it was right when like Obama was running yeah. against John McCain. In like November, nobody, nobody so. wanted to touch it. Yeah, it probably came out at the wrong time, and nobody, yeah, ca- cared. I mean, maybe they would. Nobody cared. Done a ten years later or something like that. But but even right. then, like, I'm watching um, impeachment, which 
Yeah. Uh, like one, I was like, well, this is kind of too late. I think too. Like people, <laughs> right? People no longer care or whatever. But uh, no. still, Sarah Paulson as Linda Tripp still is rocking it. So <laughs> I felt threatened. <laughs> I I felt threatened. The Clintons. Uh, so you did you watch this past week? So they uh, there was a lot of Holiday Inn, uh, my, my tower yes. sh- shots where the you you rotate, rotate, <laughs> rotate, <laughs> Rot- Allow me. Let may I? That's um, Linda Tripp. I, I start. I know. I start acting like her. Like she kind of does a smile, but without closing her her mouth. You know, like and just kind of like I don't know. So I've I've been acting like. Sarah Paulson acting like Linda Tripp lately. <laughs> Rotate. I like that. I can see that. I, I do want to. I do want to channel her too. Some of the things she says. We like. May, may I? May I? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm busy. Don't, don't you think with? <laughs> I'm busy. Don't you think with impeachment though? Um, I agree with what you said. It, it's like too too later. Uh, too later. It's much later than it it could have been. Yeah. And nobody. People are like, uh, okay. It's, yeah. And now it's it, it it 1998 like, news. Yeah. Um. People are like, this is really drawn out. Like, what? What was the big deal? Yeah, <laughs> right. Really drawn yeah. out. Like, who cares? Anyway. Um, okay. So W still holds up for me. Robert hasn't seen it. Uh, correct. You said you haven't seen that. Correct. Uh, Twenty-eight is Slumdog Millionaire. Um, I've never seen this, Robert. What? Um, yeah. So I saw this before. Um, we have an independent film uh, cinema here, and so I saw this before Ooh. it was wide. And I didn't really know what it was. Um, and so then I came out, and I'm like just loving it. Um, and I think this is one of those movies that benefits. I know you haven't seen it, but um, the movie kind of ends on this great note. And then there's during the credits, there's this whole kind of musical extravaganza. So it's smart because you leave the theater kind of in a great mood, you know, like you're like rather than uppity. Yeah, you know, it just goes with credits, you know, it's kind of this big dance number and stuff like that where people are out of character, you know, cast coming back and stuff like that. So, uh-huh. um, so, and then, and I mentioned this was, so the, that February, uh, I had won tickets to the red carpet at the Oscars. And so I remember the cast was there and this is the year that they, oh, sweet. They, they won big. Yeah. So, oh, cool. But yeah, I do recommend it. Robert recommend it's Danny Boyle, right? Yep. Robert recommends it. Um, 29 is Milk. This is uh, Sean Penn, won him the Oscar. Great performance. Um, I wasn't too familiar with Harvey Milk's story. I knew yeah. who he was before this came out, but it really um, opened my eyes to uh, you know his whole history, which I thought was great. I think it's I think it's still a very well done movie and holds up for me. I agree. He did a good job. Um, he's he's good, even though he's pretty recognizable in all of his characters. He's good at kind of morphing into. The character of the time, and maybe he's maybe he's good at playing seventies and eighties people. Uh, not, oh not, yeah, good. Not he does have wise, that look. Yeah. Um, so, and actually, I went to most of these locations. I've just not made a page yet. So it's been several years that I need to I need to get on top of this. Down a lot of San Francisco oh, wow. locations. Yeah. yeah, you do a good job. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to read Sean Penn as like uh, as a man. I don't know. <laughs> like, if you ever listen to him in interviews, he seems like he's drunk and stone, but he's still very articulate. I don't know if he's like trying to be funny with some of the stuff he does or he's very like elusive. I just, I can't, I don't know like what his angle is, you know? You're right. He is kind of all over the place, but obviously he has to be super focused in all of his roles that, yeah, which is opposite of what you see on 
interviews and stuff like that, where he's kind of like he's all over the place. Like I don't care, like you know, like smoking and drinking and stuff like that. But right. uh, But then on camera, I don't. Yeah, he's totally different person. Yeah, he's one of the best ever for real. Um, So milk still holds up for us. Uh, Thirty is Hamlet two, (laughs) sequel to William Shakespeare's Hamlet. Yes. Have you seen Hamlet? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. I would put this as a recommend. Hamlet too. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of in the same vein as Christopher Guest movies, where um, the the lead actor he's playing a high school teacher. Then they have to put on a, a show uh, to save the, you know the drama club at the high school, and then it's, for some reason it has to be original whatever. So he writes Hamlet too. <laughs> so, Hamlet too. Yes, yeah, so we have Amy Poehler in it. Uh, one of my favorite moments is. Elizabeth Shue is in this. Um, she, he goes to, I think, the fertility clinic, and Elizabeth Shue's uh, a nurse there. And he's like, "You, I don't. You look just like Elizabeth Shue." And she goes, "I am Elizabeth Shue. I'm a, <laughs> I, I'm a nurse now. I'm a nurse." <laughs> so she plays herself in this movie, and then uh, <laughs> during uh, spoilers that uh, during the the play at the end, uh, they they do the crane. Oh no way! And she says something. She's like, "Oh, she says I'm like, oh, it's the crane, you know, like." So it's just like, oh, that's so fun. It's uh, it's a fun movie. The, some some jokes obviously don't hit. Um, and yeah, it did, but um, it it's no. it is worth watch to me. Oh, just from what you just described, Elizabeth doing the crane kick, like done. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to do. I was Sold. Like, she's already revisited this, you know, way before Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, no, she's 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 the real deal. Uh, Hamlet 2, I will check it out. You recommend that? And finally, we have Rambo. Robert, this was almost my can't look away, but there's no way the happening was going to get bumped. And obviously, early on, there obviously this was a sequel that they just called the same name. Actually, it wasn't even the uh, same name as another one. There's like, there's no right. yeah. subtitle or whatever. We're like, we'll just call this Rambo again, just like we'll call it Rocky again and Scream and Halloween. and Same uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. So and, they, and they were it's... doing it early. It, they came out with Rocky Balboa the year before, two years before, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, that made some money. Let's do Rambo while we're at it. Um, it's so bad. It's uh, it, it's maybe the most violent film I've ever seen. I mean, it's excessive. <laughs> you know, there's scenes where he's with a 50 caliber, like literally yeah. shooting people in half, like their limbs are. <laughs> and, and it's just, but it's so ridiculous, you know. There's like the, the shots of him blurred, and then the, the camera focuses, and it's like, Stallone coming out of like you know a palm tree with like yeah. a gun, and he's like seven years old, and it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, if you it's unnecessary. Seen. What's what's what was the name of the last Rambo that they did? Was that oh Paul Last Stallone? Blood? Last Blood. Okay, I can't yeah. remember. One that of the was. that's if you thought this was bad, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> oh, I've not seen that. But that whole movie I, takes I like place in a in a in a tunnel, like an underground <laughs> tunnel they used for human trafficking. That's yeah. the plot of the movie: is he kills human traffickers. Trying to sneak through a tunnel with his like niece or something, hmm. so the the location they saved a lot of money on because it's literally like a a tunnel. Well, maybe yeah. that's it's probably on his property. He's like, I'm not leaving my property. It was somebody's on the yeah. on the producer, but yeah, but no. Um, uh, Rambo is the guilty pleasure of mine. I'll still watch this because it it is fun, but it's a it's a rough one. Gotcha. Um, so those are the uh, honorable mentions of 2008, and. Finally, we have Can't Look Away. These are films that, regardless of how bad they are, we're going to watch them. And what do you have for yours, sir? Um, and this is a TV-ish movie, I guess you would call, because I think it was on Showtime or something, or HBO. So uh, this is Recount. 
recount. This is the story of the 2000 presidential election. Um, and right. if you remember down in Florida, uh, barbs and recounting the votes and what counts. And this oh, was, this, this changed the course of history. And, and now we look back, I'm like, you know what? Things could be completely different. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and, and you're right about changing the course of history. Like, wow. So, um, so I was, I just happened to be down in Jacksonville, Florida for a, a Greece, uh, meet and greet with the living and John and John Travolta. So I stayed in the same hotel that they shot in and uh, oh, cool. ran around to some of the locations. So, um, so uh, I don't know if this is really can't look away because the movie's like fine. And unfortunately it has Kevin Spacey, but uh, right. Laura Dern is wonderful uh, in her role. Laura Dern. Yes. Is it a, like the movie's okay for on its own? It, yeah, no, it's it's worth a watch because, and it, yeah. it's one of those that just makes you angry too because you're like, why did we <laughs> yeah. put up with this? Especially, yeah, so I remember, so I had been to locations and then um, I was yeah. going to the date when I published this, yeah, November 6, 2020, because I was like, it felt like the right time for me to cover this movie. Oh, good point. Yeah. Good timing. Um, was this, I haven't seen this movie, but I, I have heard of it. I, yeah. I'm not sure why I haven't seen it, but is it a, one that like kind of hurts to watch a little bit. Uh, you a little like, the bit. It, it's kind of a watch every four years, and then um, and yeah. it's. I think it does a good job of saying, "Hey, here's what happened, and here's kind of the craziness behind the scenes, and and this is the way the world works, like it or not. If it, no matter if it's right or wrong, this is the way things happen." Yeah, yeah. You people should be educated on yeah. that and try yeah. to change it if they yeah. they feel it's if it's wrong. So yeah, so check it out when you, if you're. Flipping channels. I like this place, the Clark Center. Yeah, this is your this is your home. So I walked That's across it. the bridge for that. So <laughs> the Clark Center. Uh, I always thought if I was ever like desperate for a job, there's so many businesses with Clark in there I could just apply, and people would assume I'm related to somebody. Yeah, just walk in like you actually own the place, and you'll be fine. Right, but the problem is the only ones I found were like Clark Pest Control, Clark oh. Dry Plug, like things yeah. I can't do. Like, yeah, what would I do? You, know? you could work for a week at least, and then, right? <laughs> then they find you out. You so. sniffing the fumes, but recount. Um, so it's a it's an interesting choice, but it still yeah. it still holds up, and you recommend yeah. it. So now for yours, I Ooh. know you've been waiting to talk. Don't about you this. guys care about the bees? Come on, <laughs> let's hear some theories about why this might be happening. It's minuscule. You're always going to be a heartthrob. Uh, the happening. This is uh, M Night Shyamalan's 2008 thriller, which. If you remember in the, Ooh, the thriller, the, come on, it's a, <laughs> more like a snoozer. Oof. <laughs> the the twist in the movie, listeners, spoiler alert, is when the lights came back on at the end of the movie and everyone looked pissed off and confused. That was the twist of the film. You know, when everyone was like, like "What the? What was that?" I want my money back. Yeah, but there's no twist in the movie. Um, I won't give anything <laughs> away. And if you haven't seen it now, it's okay. You're not going yeah. to. <laughs> but there's no explanation of why it happened. It just the phenomenon happening just stops happening, and then at the end it starts. There's no they they allude to what it could be in a, a news interview, probably put in post. But I will always watch it because I love him like Shyamalan, and I do. I know where this was filmed. I grew up in this area, yeah. so I'm, I'm a little biased. But my if I could say one thing about the happening is it's not that bad. <laughs> It's really not that bad. It's bad, but when they're like, "Oh, the happening," 
it's not that awful. It's one of those you you want you as you watch you want it to be better than it is, and 100%. so and now I now I this is like the Halloween kills to me. Like you know what I think somewhere in there there's a decent movie, um, but <laughs> a little bit of snipping here and there, and they could have made it a little bit better, or they would have released this cut as the you know here's the extended cut you didn't see in the theaters. You're like oh thank God they cut that. Oh, thank God they but, cut yeah, that. but now but like no that's. That's all we have. So, and, and in the tra- exactly, and in the trailer and the promotional, they would always they were promoting that it was coming out on Friday the thirteenth. Oh, like they knew it was bad. They're like, it's a scary day already. It's going to be good. Yeah, see it now before it leaves theaters on the twentieth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there is a scene. It obviously wasn't filmed in Omaha, but they're showing all the things happening. They're like, oh, Philadelphia Zoo in Boston. And then they cut to Omaha, Nebraska, where these guys in a garage are loading up like assault rifles, like oh, really? militia. Yeah, and it says like Omaha. It might have been Lincoln, but I'm pretty sure it was Omaha. I don't remember. And then that. it goes back to Philly. It was so, so like weird. To random. The two very random. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So this is your hood. This is it, man. This is uh, Spring Garden Street in Philadelphia that you shot this. Uh... I don't know if this building is though. Is it a school? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's really a school or not, but. Um, I remember. So the, I remember when I was here. I was here in Philadelphia for Madonna at the time, but the Pope was also in town. So it was a strange time in Philadelphia. Oh, really? Kinda, you had the opposites of. Uh, and I remember I didn't know it when I was booking hotels. Wow. There was there was no hotels within twenty miles of Philadelphia. No rooms. Oh my gosh! I was like, what is going on? Like you know, that's just not a thing that happens. You know that there's no way. No motel rooms, and um, uh, end up finding out the Pope was also in town. So people had booked everything. And then oh my I, gosh. Wait, I think until like a week or two before to, as people start, start canceling uh, their reservations for, yeah. Uh, to open up. You, you, you ended up locking out with a hotel in the city. Yeah. Yeah. I actually stayed at, I like to stay at the independent. It's kind of a boutique hotel. Oh, so, cool. And I actually, I actually, I remember I got a, my, I had a two story uh, room, you know, so I had like a kitchenette and living or whatever, and then upstairs loft for the bedroom, uh, which seems really nice, except I had done so much walking, I could barely move, <laughs> going up and down. Oh, uh, yeah, that's such a long was, walk to do. I was like, whew, this is, <laughs> this was a bit mistake, but anyway. You're a trooper for doing it. Yeah. So, but yeah, as you can go through, I think I did a decent job of kind of hitting some of the key Great job. Locations. We lost contact with whom? <laughs> with everyone. <laughs> this was taken at the Philadelphia Zoo today. <laughs> <laughs> that I remember that. Free, I have I have issue with when people lose limbs and like even in movies. I'm like it. It's so fake. Disturbs me. But yeah, and it's bad. It's bad taste. This is actually one of my favorite places in Philadelphia, 30th Street Station. Nice. It, this was in Witness. This was in Glass. This is in like a, a million movies, as you know. But this is such blowout. a blowout. It just looks. It's always looked the same. It's just a yeah. classic, cool. They, they spot. never, they never change it, which they don't need to. Have you ever seen Witness? Yes. When they're in there and they're like, "Oh, look, honey, it's a cute little Amish boy over there." Like <laughs> they're like gawking at him. They're like look at I, him. I think that would probably still happen, though. You know. I think so. Yeah. Um, Rittenhouse Square, beautiful spot. Yeah, hey, you did so, great shots here. Yeah, so I think I even think I got into the street uh, <laughs> because you know people are oh yeah the police over officers? and stuff like that. So I think yeah I did oh, walk wow. right into the middle of the street and I'm like I need I need it for the shot. <laughs> Is the Independent Hotel you stay at around this area? I think so. It's somewhere in Center City. 
So okay. um, yeah, it's all kind of in walking distance or or at least a quick train ride here and there. Uh, kind of it's up like and down. But. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a, you did a great job with these shots. I think it's a great. But yeah. We'll have to rewatch this movie a few times and talk about it more. <laughs> to see if it got maybe I will phantom edit it. It could use a little some phantom editing, you know. It could so. use a lot, yeah. Uh I think this was the first time using Betty Buckley um in a film. So yes. Near yeah. the end and she, she did a, a she is scary. Uh, oh no, the she's the scariest. Yeah. I think she's the scariest part of the whole movie. Yeah. So um th- those parts I like. Yeah, I think it could just do some some good some, some editing. Good, the whole uh, Betty Buckley thing. He kind of alluded to in the movie The Visit, like the elderly person that was kind of crazy, because that could have been its own movie. Yeah. And that was kind of like, oddly, that was like weirdly put in this movie. The pacing felt kind of off, but it was like better than the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's why he probably made The Visit. Um, and then I was thinking, kind of, once they realize it's in the wind or the plants and stuff like that, I was like, why don't you go? Maybe you should stay in Center City because there's really not that much vegetation there. <laughs> Right, that's like a safe you know? bet. Yeah, versus like, no, we're going to the fields. You know, no, we're going to the, out in the fields. Yeah, my 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 sidearm is my friend. <laughs> oh, do you like hot uh, dogs? And the, the hot hot dog thing, I was like, I don't. Oh, so weird. Oof. But yeah, happening. Uh, I'll always watch it. It's a it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh, here you go. Betty Buckley. Where was this at, Sarah? Uh I think that's a Texas Frightmare. So they had kind of a Carrie reunion, and she was there. So I think that was my first time meeting her. So, oh, um, cool. Um, and I, uh, since then, she is. She was in Grey Gardens, the musical in L.A. So I went out and saw her in that. She was fantastic. Oh, nice. That's very cool. Yeah. Those are our honorable mentions. That's a uh, interesting list for 2008, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, pretty. I like I said, I I enjoyed more than I did not. Yeah, no, same here. I think it, I think it was fun. Good, especially good honorable mentions. All, all most of them, a lot of them worth a rewatch. Uh, before we go, I wanted to share with you. I saw on Twitter somebody retweeted the other day. It was getting a lot of activity. It was funny. Somebody said, "I'm sorry, I, I don't remember, but when does evil die again?" And <laughs> <laughs> and it was retweeted by like you know Halloween fans yes. people. But I was like, I, if you read something like that, you either would get it and love it, or you just wouldn't get the reference. But uh, I, people were loving it. I was dying. I was like, "This is great." I don't. Th- did I send you my picture when I was get, getting ready for Halloween Horror Nights? I don't know if I did. Uh, I, had an, I had an iron in hand. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> that that, yeah, because like, evil dies tonight at Halloween. Is that a ho- hotel iron? Yeah, yeah. Because I was. Oh, like, that's I just, I just had it, and I was like, I was like, I'm like, I know this is not authentic, but the Iron Lady. No, that was yeah. a brilliant shot. There will be uh, many cosplays, I think, at horror movie conventions of, of oh, Iron, yeah. Iron Lady. So, but I was I was disappointed in Halloween Horror Nights this year. I was like, uh, it was kind of like lackluster. Really? Yeah. Toned down so, a little bit. Well, Halloween Four was the same maze from three years ago or whenever they did it. Like literally exactly the same. So I'm like, oh, they oh. just reused it. Um, and yeah. the other mazes were okay and i don't know and sometimes it gets to be like oh i just end up hating people you know because (laughs) right (laughs) in these huge crowds i'm like i'm like oh everybody just stop you know yeah it it can become a lot with those people yeah with so many yeah yeah. and you missed out on corky romano locations oh yeah i'm so sorry about that did you did you hit him up i hit a few up so um i saw your i saw your post it was really cool yeah, and you're right. That's that it does get stuck in your head because when I was pulling up the where Kenny has the opening scene, there's like 
uh was it take on me take on yeah i was like me. yeah um so i was like um and i was like I'm in this weird, I mean, it's a neighborhood uh, in Santa Clarita. And so it's kind of every, it's one of those things, every house looks the same. It's kind of all these kind of townhouses. And um, sure. And I'm wondering, I'm in these people's driveway taking pictures. I'm like, I wonder if they even know that. That's a good, yeah, because it's, it's one of those movies that a lot of people haven't even heard of it. No, and they only go to that location once, but it's memorable to me because it was in the trailer. So Yeah, yeah. That, uh, no, that's cool you got that. There's another weirdo taking pictures. <laughs> Do you want to come in and have some hot dogs? Um, but it's weird because that's supposed to be the vet office that he goes to, and it's it's a house. They never show the; they just show him pulling up, and it's just a house. It's gonna yeah, be- that's true. It is just a house. And I was thinking, is this Chris Catan's house? Maybe. Yeah, it's somebody's yeah. that they're like, yo, you can film there. My yeah. wife's gone. Yeah, we'll, we'll film we'll there. Do, we'll do it for free. Just pull into this neighborhood. So it's a strange. Just it's like way out in Santa Clarita. Like it's not nearby anything. Either. No, yeah, it is. It's way out there. That's a good point. Cheers to finding that too. That's a good. Good. That's good uh, location scout in there. Yeah, it's hard because that block, it, it's like six blocks of houses looking exactly the same with some of the oh, same really? street same some, some of the same house <laughs> numbers. And I was like, well, which which one is it? But I finally I, I figured it out. So nice sleuthing. It's it's deep in Santa Clarita. Yeah, <laughs> it's deep. That sounds like a movie title. Deep in, deep Santa, in Santa Clarita, Clarita by the Coen Brothers. By the Coen Brothers. Yeah, lots of violence in it. Um, but that's going to be our show for tonight. Thank you. Unless, Robert, you had anything else? No, I'm good. I'm Matthew Clark with Robert Patterson. Thank you so much, uh, everybody, for listening to Set Shatter Saturdays. And we will see you on the set. <laughs>